Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Go. <clears throat> None of those boys know the first thing about your fantasies, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Football Ramble. My name's Marcus and Jim's here. Hello. Luke's here. All right. And Peter's here. Speaking of fantasies, Luke just got his nip-nip out. He mm. did. Just the one. It was the left one. I wish My I had your nipples, one. Luke. I don't know what you're talking about. Mine are too spiky and pointy. And they, yeah. Too they, spiky mm, and pointy for what? For everything. They're just too... Look at them. Too much. No, actually, I can see them now through your shirt. Um, but they're everybody's nipples in the ramble. That's the great thing. So if exactly. Luke's got public nipples, domain nipples, so do you in a way. Yeah. Yay. In a way. Um, it was Big Sam's 60th birthday on the weekend. Big Sam Allardyce. How about that, eh? 60. Mm. What a celebration. Um, uh, if you were to buy him a birthday gift, or you could celebrate with him, you'd take him out, perhaps, something like that. Uh, <laughs> Jim, what would you? What are you thinking? Uh, well, he's... he's um... He's a man who likes to lead, isn't he? It's fair to say, of yeah. Big Sam. His teams are very robust, very tough to break down. Every game against an Allardyce team is a battle. So I would take him on a paintball military skirmish. Nice. Uh, and I would let him lead. 
and just like just absolutely go for it. And I think it would be it would be rousing. It Your would be team passionate. would win. Your team yeah. would win. <laughs> really, but they would dig in. It would be it would be hard. It would probably come down to the last moment, which would be just him. I'd imagine it would last for a week or so. Um, but yeah, yeah, I think you'd have a lovely dig in. time. You go to ground, really dig, dig in, in yeah. there, yeah. you see him throwing like... paint grenades long. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I've actually, I, I, to my shame, I've never actually fighting to percentages. I've never actually been paintballing, which is poor, I know. But I haven't. Uh, I know that it's it's a bit annoying because if you get shot anywhere on your body or head, uh, then you're out, you're done, you're yeah. dead. Mm. Even if it's just on the hand, you know. And I can imagine if someone got, if Sam Allardyce shot someone say on the hand, and they started moaning, he would laugh at them like he did laugh at was it Chico Angel? Flores? Oh, Chico, Chico Flores, Flores yeah. yeah. I and, would, um... and they would they would have to leave, and then he would shoot them in the back when they were. I'd make sure he had all the top <laughs> kit, so he had like a like a paint bazooka, a paint machine gun, just all of it. <laughs> I've never seen a paint bazooka at paintball on the floor. <laughs> well, I'd get one made. Absolutely. It should be a tin of paint. Wouldn't it just launch, launch tins of paint? I would imagine Allardyce being a very, let's say, earthy man. He would probably do that. <laughs> I went paintballing once. He'd just bring loads of Dulux along. <laughs> I went paintballing once with my friend Duncan. Uh, we were in this uh, room. Similar to this, all the windows um, kicked out so people could fire paintballs through them. And the paint grenade came in. And my, I, I promise this is true. My mate Duncan dived, dive on, dives on the paint. Oh, grenade. my goodness. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Did he, and that and they, obviously, he was out, but the rest of us survived. What a good Have I met that Duncan? Yeah, you probably have. Yeah, He's a nice chap. Yeah. What a, what a f- that's brilliant behaviour. Yeah, yeah. that's the sort of guy he is. Yeah. Saved your afternoon, yeah. really. One thing exactly. I found out with paintball because I've done it a few times is that um, you get two types of people. You get the people who because obviously you were one team over here and one team over here, and you're other ends of the of the, of the site. Mm. And then at some point in the next few minutes, you're going to encounter an opposition, uh, an enemy, basically. Mm. And then it's really weird because you you then fall into two distinct camps. You fall into the human being type mm. that legs it. Or the fight or flight thing, and the yeah. human being type who actually fires your gun. Yeah, and you have to really train yourself to be the one that fires the gun. It's crazy because you're saying that you're a natural coward. I said I was. I was <laughs> until that. The only, the only time years I... of paintballing have trained me to be an assassin. <laughs> the only time I've ever done paintballing was in an underground Soviet ex-Soviet bunker in Ooh, uh, Prague, yeah. and um, just I merely sp- I, I just found like a speaker stack and I climbed on top of it and then jumped off it and um, spread my ankle a bit. So I was just dicking around. Really, didn't really get involved in the fight itself. You, you guys have flight. met my mate. You guys have met my friend. Jimmy as well, haven't you? The listeners mm. haven't. Oh, just really quickly, he wants... <laughs> the fruitarian. Uh, yeah, he's so blind that he can't do anything about his glasses. Mm. And um, he he refused to take his glasses off for paintballs. He put the goggles on top of them. Then they said, no, you can't do that. So he eventually took the glasses off, put the goggles on. And then glasses uh, over. They steamed up oh. uh, and he legged it and uh, ran into a tank and knocked himself out. <laughs> a, <tank>. <laughs> <laughs> a paint tank. My go. goodness. Uh, um, back to Big Sam's birthday, Luke. Yes. Mm. What would that you was, go that was a bit of a, uh, a diversion, wasn't it? I, I think I would probably take him away for a weekend. Oh, yeah. Nothing saucy. Nothing saucy. Up against take, the BMW. <laughs> I'll, take him, <laughs> I'll take him to Madrid. That's Jewel, not Zalados. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Oh, sorry. I'll take him to Madrid <laughs> and uh, probably do a stadium tour of the Bernabeu. Ah. And let him have a sit in the uh, manager's chair and say, <laughs> Do you like that? Do yeah. you feel comfortable there? Yeah, that's the deal you're going to get if you were sat here. I thought you were going to say, and then you would you would uh, camouflage him to make him look like one of the chairs. And come match day, he he's jumps already up. there. Yeah, he mm. jumps Sorry, up. boys. Yeah. To be fair to Allardyce, which traditionally we're not, uh, he he was joking when he said all that, wasn't he? Yeah, but come on. <laughs> <laughs> well, it can be a joke gift then, can't it? Yeah, yeah. Pete. Um, I would either go for a mop top hair shop because it's a brilliant toy oh, that everyone can enjoy. A mop top hair shop. A mop top hair shop? Yeah. The one where you the squeeze the plus and it grows the hair? Yeah. Very oh, good. Okay, yeah, right. that. Yeah, yeah. Ch- Do you ever have an Argos catalogue, well, Marcus? I don't well worry. One for the kids, that one. One well, for the kids. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone the age of like 18 is like, what are you yeah. talking All about? All right. It's probably called a Ben 30. 10 hair machine or something. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Nowadays. 
Uh, or, add, or I'd buy him Luka Modric because that's what he said that he was going to try and buy when he was at Newcastle. Okay. Before Mike Ashley fired him. I think, yeah. that, I think that ship sailed, personally. But <laughs> it's a noble pursuit, I'll give you that. But if he was, yeah, I mean, with, with Luke's suggestion, he could, he would get Luka Modric thrown in, really. Let's move the mountain yeah. to Mohamed, that's all yeah, I'm exactly. saying. <laughs> Mo- as I recall, Modric didn't play particularly well in the uh, match over the weekend, no. so I think he missed a couple of sitters. Oh, is he not good anymore? Yeah. No, he's not. I think he'd do a job for you, mate. <laughs> yeah, no. yeah I'd, I'd take him over anyone. Well, you, you know why he did that? Because he's angling for a move to West Ham. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, well, you know. That's it, yeah. <laughs> I, I would, um, I'd love to... I would, I would try and gatecrash a wedding with Big Sam because I think he would be great at the traditional working man's uh, and wedding. you're not. Yeah, <laughs> no, you'd show me what to do. Yeah. He, would, he, would, he would love a Volavon, but also I could just see... You know that bit in a wedding where you have the first dance and you're trying to get everybody up for it and all? Yeah. I think he'd be straight on there. Tie around the head. Tie around yeah. the head. Tie around the head. Very, he'd go in early with that, but he would be like getting the old deers up and having mm. a little dance with them. Then he'd get the boys going. Would he be it. moaning they'd serve Miles behind the bar? No punch of Miles. He'd be behind the bar serving everybody. I he'd be in massive ceremony, yeah. He'd I think he'd like get away with it as well because people mm. are going to go, is that Sam Allardyce? It, no, it is. No, he doesn't. <laughs> no one here knows Sam Allardyce. That must just be a generic uncle. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, you bastards. Get on the dance floor <laughs> uh, ooh uh, Luke's got the points Three. thank you Luke I think, I think I want a hat trick now do you? yeah mm. yeah hat trick oh of penalties look at that uh, speaking of penalties there's been lots of them in the mm. Premier League on the weekend mm. lots of own goals as well that takes us neatly to Southampton 8 Sunderland 0 Sunderland had the second best defensive record in the division going into the game. <laughs> what a strange situation. <laughs> oh, Virginie, what a glow. That was well, an one own of the best glow. own goals I've ever seen. Yeah. Agree. Like, what, what, something we all love is, is how attacking an own goal looks. And that one, <laughs> what, what a finish. Running at speed, curled. Oh, no yeah, pressure on him. It's hard to even work out how he did it. Yeah, because what he thought was going to happen. Mm. Because it, oh. he, he, he's, he's obviously swung at it without really looking what he's doing. And I agree with him. I mean, if he's playing the percentages there, you can't, you can't blame him because it's mm. the chance of that going in. And one thing I would say is, when I watched Match of the Day uh, 2, or whatever it was, Match of the Day, and saw the highlights, I ended up just thinking, I've never seen a keeper make no saves before. Mm. Yeah, I don't think Vito Manoni made a single <laughs> actual well, save. He, he, he saved in. one onto the post and in. in yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> he saved one from Peller, I think it was, and then the defender... Put it in. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Like, it just all went wrong, didn't it? I mean, yeah, Manoni had a. Well, they all had a torrid afternoon, and he gifted one to Tadic, Tadic later on. That was yeah. bad, Jesus. Oh, I th- honestly think that was the most embarrassing Premier League display I've ever seen. It it's up there, isn't it? So bad. The Wigan 9 1 against Spurs wasn't ideal. No, I think this was actually. I think this was worse than that because they just sort of. They gave up really early on, didn't they? They seemed to think, like. It's not going our way. Let's well, there was a moment. Out. And then they just kept making errors. And There was a moment just, when Fletcher went through and they, it could have been a penalty. That was know. a penalty, definitely. Do you think? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, obviously that would have changed the game. The keeper would have probably been sent off. Yeah, it might have been 8-1. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed, yeah. But, I, it's, but yes, that, that decision, because they didn't get that, shouldn't have then led to them losing yeah. or conceding five more goals or whatever just it was nobody, the like, tracking anything, just... Yeah, kind of. even like Lee Catamol, who's usually he was more... particularly bad for one mm. or two of the goals. I, I think because one of the goals came straight from the kickoff of a goal before, didn't yeah. it? And uh, Catamol particularly was bad in that one. But I think that you know you, you go away to Southampton, and you, as you said, Marcus Sunderland's defence isn't all that bad generally going into that game. And you know what you're going to get with Southampton. You're going to get high intensity. You're going to get a lot of um, work rate, and they're going to be crisp, a crisp passing team. Mm. Okay, you understand that. So then you've got to get at them. You've got to get amongst them. You've got to spend your week in training up to that point, working on 
pressing them and, and making it difficult for them because there's no real reason that that team should be any fitter than Sunderland. Mm-hmm. Of course, they're going to have more of the ball, and so that makes it harder, but you've just got to dig out. Well, you mm. do. And I, I think um, and something that you said, Peter, once uh, about the, the most United players under Moyes, um, not playing for the manager. Anybody should play... Obviously, it's to their own them. pride. Well, exactly, yeah, but it looked like when they went a few goals down, they stopped trying. That you know, there's been talk, and they're not playing for the manager, or is this just a one-off? Do you think they've had an excellent start the season, really, compared to how they finished the last one? I think to a certain mm. extent. Um, I think uh, I, I think it's a it's a hell of a blip, but it's, um, <laughs> indeed, yeah. as blips go. Well, I think I think time will tell to see if they're playing for that for that uh, manager. Yeah, I think it's probably too early to say things like that. Didn't they lose? To, didn't they lose to QPR though? What uh, Sunderland. Sunderland? They mm. lost one nil. Yeah, that's a poor result. <laughs> that that's arguably a worse result than the eight nil. <laughs> <laughs> but you do you do look at like but then you look at the manager's other thing. He's not been working that long in in you know he's had a couple of fairly high profile uh, positions and stuff. But I think well, he's, I still think, I still think he's learning Gus Point. He was yeah. sacked on match of the day. Yeah, you know that's, a, that's a good bit of experience mm. for him. Mm. Vito Minoni said that the player should pitch in and reimburse the fans who made the trip down south. Yeah, I, and that is a hell of a trip. I think Vito, it is. Yeah. I think Vito, I appreciate the uh, the uh, sentiment, but I think Vito Minoni should just keep quiet for a very long time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he, he was so good for them last season. Wasn't I know. He? That's a really well, crazy a, thing. Hopefully, for their sake, it is just a one-off, as you say. Um, what do you think about that? When they sort of think, should we reimburse the fans or not? I mean, it is a nice gesture. It's, of course, it is, and obviously Wigan did that to, for their fans. But then there does creep in a little precedent if they go away. It's a slippery slope, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, to, to a, a, another club far away from Sunderland, and then maybe. <laughs> lose 5-0 they yeah, think, but oh, was that bad no, enough but to... that's, yeah but isn't sh- shouldn't the idea be there's a precedent so you never let it happen again or well, on the other yeah. side it's ah uh, we are losing but we can just pay them off of yeah. <laughs> don't worry about it we'll just pay, pay for it I mean, we earn expense... so much money and we get paid <laughs> weekly yeah but like, uh, out of all the expense uh, for an away trip uh, to Southampton so you've got to get the train down to London and then mm. you know another train down to Southampton if indeed you are uh, not making a 10 hour um, Imagine, that back, though, Imagine that trip yeah. back. Imagine that trip back. I no, I think it'd be fun. I think it'd be yeah. a fun trip back. That's all kind of almost gallows humour. But out of all of the expense in that trip, the ticket price is probably ten yeah. percent. You know, it's, it's it's a ridiculous amount of money to get down there. And a lot of away teams uh, starting now this season has kind of re- reduced the what they're suggesting paying I, for the. I, thought, I assume Manoni was like, yeah, I thought that's what Manoni was saying. Yeah. And maybe no, he wasn't. I'll bump the price. I stitched him up there. If he's... <laughs> <laughs> that's what he should be offering. Yeah, I think so. Did you see another bad decision from that? Yeah. <laughs> you see, there were loads of fans who left at like four nil. Yeah, but wow, what are you just going to wait by the coach? Like, where, where are you going? <laughs> yeah. To be fair, it was quite a mild day. Maybe the pop to the beat. Is, it, maybe, is yeah. it fair to say that if Mano does reimburse those those uh, fans, it's the closest he's been all weekend to a saving? Hey. Yeah. That's go. quite good, that. Leave off. I, 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 I had it chopped around my head and I thought, is it not worth really... And that's accountant. where I come I in. Think, I was thinking accountants. <laughs> that's where the Venn diagram meets. Yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, but Southampton looked very impressive. This, I mean, that's yeah. Everything went off for them. Just didn't it? a few things that weren't even things. Yeah, like Virginie's wonder goal. And the lot. Just it all, all happened. It. Yeah. I mean, hopefully they've not scored. They've used the next two or three games amount of goals. <laughs> yeah. If you know what I mean in, in that one there. But they're still third. They're, yeah. they're still third. Playing, it, playing it really Tadix, well, wasn't it? Who got the, um, the the goal from the mix up between um, Manoni and again and, and Manoni? Yeah, but it was still a really tidy finish to get it in from there. He's mm. a great player. Did you hear what yeah. he said after the game? He said, um, "Lulls, I was um, <laughs> at my last club. I was known as the king of assists, and I hope to be the same here." All right, big talk. Mm. Hashtag yeah. Blunderland. <laughs> <laughs> the Surrounds were very good though, I and mean, they were absolutely ruthless, weren't they? It was, they were. um, yeah, I love that Cumin sort of was still pushing them on to to try and get more goals because you know, that. 
that result alone could effectively seal them an extra point at the end of the season. That's a so Dutch manager as opposed to an Italian manager for you. Yeah, mm. absolutely. Yeah, because you don't get those results in Italy so much. I know Inter did beats as well, but they tend to ease off, don't they? Mm. Yeah, in the, in the like Germany against Brazil, I don't want to humiliate them. No, that's Southampton. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, they like got hundred. one more. <laughs> yeah. They got one more. Sunderland had slightly more possession than Southampton. I find that odd. That's hilarious. <laughs> they took so many kickoffs. <laughs> <laughs> 53% possession there, mm. something like that. Which proves, you know, all you Pep Guardiola fans, it's yeah. not all about possession, is it? Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know when they say, well, the only stat that matters, well, that's one of those games. Yeah. Well, that is in, in, very didn't, much the didn't case. Didn't Guardiola um, disassociate himself with Tiki Taka this week? Well, from yeah, Sunderland. Yeah. <laughs> well, after, after the Southampton game, he should be giving his trophies back, What Sunderland Guardiola. tried to do was nothing to do with me. Yeah. Okay, that was not... Uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, you say that though. But didn't Jabby Alonso knock notch up to over two hundred passes in a game? He broke a Bundesliga record. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Well, nothing to do with me. It's all Jabby's work. <laughs> I was telling him to play it long. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You've changed, Pep. Yeah. You've changed. Um, uh, right, where else in the league? Well, you, the aforementioned QPR. They were beaten three two. Uh, by Liverpool. Oh dear, oh dear. I just it that was such a strange. It game. doesn't shower. It was a really balls. good weekend for football. It was a yeah, great it, weekend. It was absolutely brilliant. The more sort of comical, the, the more comedy, so, the comical side of the game. I would say yeah. Richard Dunn uh, became the first man to score ten own goals in the Premier League. <laughs> Um, just the look at his face as it happened he seemed so aware of that fact yeah I've been here before associated <laughs> with it <laughs> Jamie Carragher's loving that yeah, yeah. distances him from it forever it's, it's, more, it's more just like when, when he scored the on goal I was thinking oh god he looks about 10 years older yeah, yeah. Like, he's, a, yeah. He's, a, he's an old looking chap an own, he's, an own goal will age you yeah. Richard Dunn is ruthless in front of goal though <laughs> I mean, he's ruthless in front of his own I think goal. you mean Gormless. <laughs> yeah. Uh, poor old Richard Dunn. I mean, uh, Corker, when he put that one in. Oh, his face Oh, you felt so sorry for him. Yeah. He was absolutely gutted. Whereas Dunn, as you say, had a look of... And even the attempt to clear it, he just couldn't quite get it. He was almost like... Yeah. Oh, again, man. <laughs> it was good analysis on the telly because they were showing how he actually switched off and how he couldn't sort his feet out because he wasn't concentrating. It was quick thing from, was it Sterling who got yeah. fouled and took the free mm-hmm. kick quickly? Yeah. And what an amazing end to the game. Shh. I it just... it, when, it, when it went to two all, um, and QPR got that free kick, which eventually led to Liverpool goal, yeah. it's a really interesting situation because ordinarily you think, right, take the point, get in the corner, take the yeah, point. Absolutely. But the pressure QPR are under in the league, mm. and the fact that they know this could be a real, that could have been a real showpiece result for them, something to yeah. hang their hat on. They went for it, of course, and got caught out. No, I don't think they take the Liverpool point. were vulnerable. No, I, I don't think take the point there. I, I understand what you're saying, but you've got a free kick where you can knock the ball into the opposition's penalty area, and you're at home, and you've just got back yeah, at them again, and you've been the better left. team. I think it would be terrible if they just knocked <laughs> also, it in the corner. So far this season, a free kick where you get to put the ball in the box against Liverpool, I mean, that's basically a goal. <laughs> that, is, that is essentially a goal. Well, where yeah. the error was was because he, he knocked it in an area where there were no QPR players, yeah. and then they were right on the break. They probably shouldn't have committed so many men forward, but again, to, to single out Richard Dunn, he sees Coutinho bursting forward, and he's got Sterling on his right shoulder. He just watches the ball, and you think there's a lot of space in behind you, which Coutinho superbly found. Drop, drop a few yards because my goodness, they've got the beating of you with pace. And Coutinho just just beautifully stroked the ball into that area. It's a great pass. Sterling was the away. irony being that Dunn and Corker had an argument about whether Corker should go up for the free kick or not. Dunn called him back. Mm. If he hadn't called him back, he wouldn't have been there to score the own goal. Yeah. <laughs> I, th- I thought, I think, I thought yeah. the second half Liverpool really booked their ideas up because first half they were yeah. pretty. But they couldn't have got worse. They no, could not have got they worse. They were awful. Bobby Zamora looked like he looked in that run full amount of the Europa League. He was yeah, at, yeah, I know he played yeah. slightly different position then, more of an inverted winger type role. He wasn't a proper out and out sort of hold up man. 
and then. But against Liverpool, he was amazing. It was the best half of football I've seen from a player this season, possibly. But it's, just thought about Aguero. Halfway through that sentence, I thought about Aguero. One of the best uh, halves of football I've seen from a player this season. But that's why it's like comparing contrast with what Balotelli did, I think. Just yeah, yeah. Exactly. that's what Balotelli should be doing. I know he's not that type of player. <laughs> like, but the thing with Balotelli, though, is like, obviously, he missed an absolute sitter, which is ridiculous, but that's probably symptomatic of how much pressure is on him. Like, you know, like anywhere else he would have been. But he that. looks so but, dejected. But he gets angry, doesn't he? And he stops trying. It almost mm. reminds me of how Andy Murray used to mess stuff up because his yeah. temper would get the better of him. Yeah. And so he just, so his reaction to it, I guess, is to, is to not engage with it. Yeah. Is to just sulk and, yeah. and not yeah. try. But especially, yeah, like, he was a player who got 23, 24 goals last season. You know, he's not like he's a spent force no, at 21 or however old he is. I'm not sure how many he got, but he, he certainly got was Milan's. What he did for that, them, what, he was a top scorer, wasn't he? Mm. Um, I think so. When, when he, when he, um, had that chance where he put the ball over the bar. It's just a classic example of a striker who's not amongst the goals because, because um, he missed. Well, no, no, not, no but it's, it's the way he missed. He, he yeah. snatched it and, he's, and he was through his technique. If you saw his technique, he was through the shot. Yeah, yeah. and too he, quick, he didn't and trust his, his own, He almost. didn't trust his technique yeah. just yeah. to just to place it. He, mm. he wanted to Smash put it, some yeah. power yeah. into with, it with a mixture of panic and disdain. Mm. Yeah. I think that um, <laughs> that with going back to Zamora. It is frustrating when you're a manager you have that type of player because you know what he's capable of and he can be so effective. Um, but then uh, sometimes, you know, he's a bit injury prone and then other times he goes missing. But when he turns up, you know, Zamora's a brilliant player. Yeah. I mean, I was... Well, you can, you can level it? that exact same accusation at Balotelli, though. You yeah, extent. no, of course, yeah. But just to highlight what we were saying. Well, yeah, but we know Balotelli's got great quality. Mm. Um, whereas, whereas Zamora's had a, a, a funny old career. I mean, it was only a couple of years ago I was saying he should be in the England squad. But um, mm. those days have passed Well, now, he's not about to stay and fit. And in the past, they must remain. Mm. Well, Marcus, the main reason for that is not his abilities. He can't stay fit and he yeah. can't last 90 minutes. I yeah. mean, he's, 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 he's just behind him now, that sort of form. No, of course, yeah, but I'm just saying that. Hence, I said it's in the past. You just get the feeling with someone like, uh, to take it back to Balotelli. You sort of get the feeling that someone like Man City can carry a player like that because they've got so many talented players. But mm. when you've lost a talisman like um, like Suarez, Liverpool just can't really carry carry somebody like that who just doesn't look interested. You know, mm. gone are the days where you can have that Matt Letizia sort of player that yeah, ambles around the pitch and then but scores at least a stream. Letizia would, would produce though. Yeah, it's part of the reason you don't see poachers up front anymore because mm. they need to make a big contribution. Yeah, and. and um, yeah, it's difficult for Balotelli. He's one of those players also that looks... I mean, you don't want to defend him just for the sake of defending him, but his goal scoring record for the ages out and the clubs he's been at is quite good mm. overall. So, I mean, there is that. Um, but he's one of those players that when it's not going well for him, he automatically looks like he's going to be the scapegoat because of the mm. way he carries himself and stuff yeah. like that. And if he could just sort that like, out... He has the weight of his own past on his back because like, suddenly every stupid thing he's ever done is, is, you know, is there to beat him with again. And, but then, and but people will do that. I he just, just needs a goal in the league. That someone like, like Brennan Rodgers, he's famed for his man management. Mm. Now, if anyone can sort him out, he should be able to, I think, mm. to a certain extent. Well, he handled Sterling very well. Mm. Um, you uh, think? What, in the, oh, in the no, 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 no I'm just talking in general. Right. Sterling was, was 17 and kind of burst onto the scene. Yeah. He played him for right, a fair okay. bit for the first half of the season, then went easy on him. And Sterling, there's a lot of off-the-field stuff going on there. You know, Rogers, Rogers, Rogers definitely deserves a lot of credit for getting Stone performance to that level. Absolutely. Sure. Well, I, thought, also, sorry, I thought you meant recently with this whole Roy Hodgson thing, which I think both of them need to just knock oh, on. Oh, yeah, we talked no, about I'm talking about, I'm talking about developing as a, as a man as well as a player. Mm. And I think Pete's right, you know, that the, the Rogers would hopefully be uh, the man to sort out Balotelli in this current situation. Well, obviously, he's his manager. Um, prime candidate, you could argue. But uh, <laughs> I, th- I think with Balotelli, it's so tricky. 
that he knows he's got the ability and everybody else does. But when he gets on his own back, he gets angry. Now, do you try and whip him into shape? I think Mancini tried that approach a few times. Does he then sulk? So mm. then do you kind of leave him? But clearly he needs some kind of man management. It's such a delicate one. The perfect one. example is a player that he's played with before and that we all know and love in Zlatan Ibrahimovic. He does exactly <laughs> the same thing, but yeah. he channels that anger into positivity on the pitch. Like he, Zlatan says in his book, he has to be like that to be at his best. Yeah. So Balotelli... He needs to do the same thing. He's got that in him, so he needs mm. to channel it. Otherwise, it's just going to hamper him. I reckon he should bring his mum in on the training ground. Think? I, I just think she'd sort him out. Give him a dry slap. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I don't think Baratelli's got... <laughs> wow, that's strong. I understand what you're saying, uh, Jim, but I don't think Baratelli's got the ability of, of Zlatan. So it's, it's not no, as easy to affect a game. I mean, of yeah, course, it's true, yeah. It's, it's, there's still a lot for him to learn. And, and but Zlatan uh, Ibrahimovic learnt a lot under Fabio Capello, yeah. and he learnt that winning mentality, that out-and-out you win you know, he said that Capello said to him and, on and the Zlatan's training ground. And has got t- five years on him at least. Yeah, you know. oh, no, of and Capello's forgotten no, about that. that now. Way more than that. <laughs> no, yeah, Ibrahimovic is old. He's old, probably eight about or nine years on him. But, uh, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, that in his book when he said Capello is on the training ground shouting at him, I will kick Ajax out of you. You know, mm. that kind of yeah, total yeah, football yeah. way. You will win for me kind of thing. Yeah. And, and he's, he's learnt and hopefully Balotelli will do the same thing because he, he could be one of the... Um, the better strikers in the but Premier League. He was a passenger against QPR, yep. and mm. he was a big part of the reason they 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 well they should have lost. I mean, the first half QPR should have been out of sight. Mm. At least he played, and at least he's looking good. Mm. Unlike Adele Tarat. Oh, God. speaking of man management, before the game, Redknapp was talking about, oh, you know, I've no pressure in this job a long time. I'm, I trust me, trust me, I'm, I'm under no pressure. By the end of it, what do you expect me to do with someone who don't want a bloody train? My oh, player got fat. To be how, fair. How can I possibly solve this problem? <laughs> it's obvious if I'm the manager of the football <laughs> And also I have 10 staff. Yeah. I like that, that Redknapp does that as soon as they lose the game. You guarantee you wouldn't be mentioning that if they won the game. <laughs> no. And the worst thing about it is this classic diversionary tactic from Redknapp making it all about Tarat. The press just lap it up. The yeah. press just go with that as a lead story. They go with the fact that Redknapp's got the worst Premier League record. Uh, well, he's got a worse Premier League record than, Q- than Hughes at QPR. Yeah. They can't buy a win. Mm. They, they should have closed that game out. They didn't. They, they, he's, he's, he's ultimately to blame along with the players, of course, but he's ultimately to blame. And the pressure's aren't putting on or anything. But, uh, yeah, I mean, does Redknapp have a point at all with Tarat's attitude? If, or- you're, if, you're, if you're in a boy band, right, you have a contract with your record company that means you have to go to the gym three times a week, you've yeah. got to work out, you've got to look good. Mm. Um, and it's, it, it's a million times more pressure on a footballer because yeah. that's his job, that's his one job. So why you can't force him to train to lose weight or if he's that much of a problem it's a breach of contract it's plain and simple yeah, so if he's actually three stone mm. but then you look at pictures of him before the before the match doesn't look noticeably overweight yeah. when, he's when, he's training, stone, when he's training he's uh, not three stone overweight and Redknapp can use any other of the 55 other players that have been through the club when he's been manager there the, the reason mm. that they lost that game against Liverpool and the reason they're bottom of the table I would say is probably less than 1% to do with that it's the same crap that Pardew in, in, in the in the set when Newcastle tried with Ben Arfa you know yeah. it's just it's just it's just crap, and and I, I would argue that Tarrapt and to a lesser extent Ben Arfa, they're not match winners anyway. You know they they'll, t- they'll turn a game on the head for for one goal maybe, but then you can't leak goals like, you, like they've been doing all season. Tarrapt isn't going to score four goals a game. No. So, so it's nothing to do with him. What it's to do with is the fact you look at all the different stats and facts around QPR this season. The the, the least amount of fouls, the least amount of cards. They're not competing. To, to their, their fitness is poor. Um, Richard Dunn came out didn't he today and said, "Our fitness, we're not fit enough to be in this league." Wow. 
And, and you look at someone like Clint Hill who's been out injured. He's a massive influence for them. You look at Joe Barton who oh, wasn't yeah. available. These are all factors. To be <laughs> fair to Redknapp, he was directly asked about Tarat. So it's not like he just brought him up out of the blue. Yeah. Obviously, people are wondering... Why isn't he playing and, and yada, yada, yada? He but. was asked about it, but at the same time, Redknapp is a canny operator and he knows that he can give the press a story, which will take the pressure off him. And that's what he's done. And but the journalist that asked him was uh, his dog in a press hat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also, I mean, he barked on. it. Tarat, like, there's got to be a good reason why he's not playing. Well, Redknapp's not the first problem with Tarat as well. It's the endless attitude problem we've heard so much about. Exactly. Such a maddening player. I know, and especially when he went to Milan last year for a loan and did okay and scored well, a few got, goals. He got his big move, didn't he? <laughs> for a bit. <laughs> but I, 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 I understand what you're saying, Jim. I just think, well, you've got a massive squad of players there. You've got a system that you've changed from the system you started with. No, and, but, and, and so you've got ability and you've got um, opportunity. And they made enough chance. They made no, enough chance to loan. The, the problem, let me put it in microcosm. The game against Liverpool. They made a hat load of chances. Skirtle was the busiest defender in the league. He made more clearances than any exactly. um, defender yeah. so, of the so weekend. The, so really the thing you rely on at how much work he had to do. So the thing you rely <laughs> on Adel Tarat for, you've already you're already doing in yeah, abundance. Yeah. You don't need him to but, do that. But as Jim said, he wasn't asked why did you lose the game or why haven't you not got any attacking potency? Oh well, Adel Tarat did it. He was asked specifically about Tarat, and if Tarat has a poor attitude, which clearly he does, is Redknapp not in his right to say, well, I can't keep protecting people who don't want to train and don't want to do yeah, this, that, and the other? But you're the manager, manage. Mm. <laughs> well, yeah. Manage mm. is, is the key to managing. Management? Management. I need to move on, ladies and gentlemen, from this bloody... Po- no, from uh, <laughs> from that guy. Uh, Stoke beat Swansea 2-1. Another penalty or two. Yeah. Bonnie mm. and uh, uh, Walters uh, got the winner. It was such a shame that Key never scored that chance. I think it was Key after that superb Swansea move. That would mm. have been my goal of the season so far if we'd have put that away. Lovely would have been move. my goal of the millennium. Yeah. Because I am, As you're prone uh, to, I am prone uh, to hyperbole. Since that Chucking out that award. Or hyperbole. <laughs> since that Drogba goal that you went mad about inexplicably once. That's what it was. It wasn't, it wasn't that was a superb goal. That was a superb goal. I think it was yeah. Chelsea away to Bolton, I think, in a 4-0 win. Mm-hmm. You said it was the best goal since the invention of football, didn't you? Um, <laughs> no, you said I'm not sure it went that far. Since the FA standardised the rules of football. <laughs> 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 Post-war. I think it was post-war. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Victor Moses went down easily to win a penalty, or did he? There was um, a few people on, on Twitter saying that if you saw it from another angle, it does look like um, he was shoved in the back. It look, yeah, I've seen that angle, and it does look like Rangel, at least like there is contact with his, I think, his left arm, but mm. I think Moses feels that and goes down. Okay. The referee's angle, you can see what the referee gave it. It does look like a full punch shove in the back, but from the other end, it, it looks soft as anything. Gary Monk was fuming about yeah. it, wasn't he? Yeah, he went over I, the top, I thought. I, I, liked, I liked it, though. I liked seeing someone just be passionate. Do you think he went... He went Furious. He, he while kind I'm of sat on my sofa enjoying it. <laughs> Do you think he went for it, and then he looked around and thought, oh, my goodness, you know, the shore is miles away. Right, I'm just going to have to keep on swimming yeah. here. Yeah. And he, yeah. Didn't, he, didn't, he didn't go back, and, and it was probably... And, and, and Hughes did... Say you know that, that comes with experience. You've got to watch yourself, which I thought. Well, coming from you, Mark. Perhaps, yeah, come on, <laughs> come on, Mark. I don't want to hear it from you. Surely, <laughs> surely, for that reason, he's in a, in a better reason to say that. Yeah, no, opposition. Uh, that's right. That's right. Uh, but it was, it was a good win for Stoke. Um, but I, to say that, if, if to say that Moses has cheated, okay. That's a little bit naughty, but but that kind of thing can happen. But then to say, oh, and then the referee has cheated us as well. Yeah, that's. But not... you can think of when you. He can say well, he's conduit. No, you can feel cheated about something. You can feel like if you were the better. He bet, didn't I... express it too well. Though. I think no. he's got. I'm not. You know, whether I defend him or not, he doesn't give a shit. But 
I think what's happened, he's not just not, he's been quite angry, angry still, and he's not articulate what he meant. I think what he meant to say was, I felt cheated by the decision. The referee, I feel cheated because what the referee did. Mm. I don't think he meant. I, I genuinely don't think he meant to say the referee was a cheat. Okay, uh, he's going he's to get busted for that anyway. If I bring in the game into disrepute and all that mm. sort of stuff, that will definitely happen. But I think I understand what he was trying to say. But I think he went beyond what he should have done. Yeah, fair enough. Mm. Um, uh, talking to people cheating uh, in Brazil, did you see the Santos striker Leandro Damal? He was spotted pulling his own shirt. I did so see I that. Was it, really was it a corner something. or a free kick or something was coming in? And he's running there, just tugging at the back of his own <laughs> shirt as if to. And then he went down, didn't he? I did, I, did he go down, did he? I did he use so. the old trick where you, you get. He like never a, got a decision. Where you get like a tea towel and two long spoons and just sort of go, whoa, yeah. whoa. <laughs> I don't think. He may have done yeah, that after maybe. the game. Maybe. If he's, yeah. a, if he's a true entertainer, he'd have done that <laughs> after the game. Um, and he, he understands said, what football's about entertainment. He yeah. said, I never deceive referees. Uh, I was pulling my shirt out because I felt sticky. What, mm. While the game was going on? No, wow. not having that at all. And yeah. I pulled myself too hard and I fell over. <laughs> See, that is an excuse to match the ridiculousness of the incident in itself, and I think that is to be applauded. Did he then go on to say, so I feel what should have happened is I should have been awarded the penalty, but I should have also had a penalty awarded against me. <laughs> <laughs> Penalties because, all around! Because I was the victim and the perpetrator. <laughs> Yeah, my goodness, my goodness. What about the Shawcross uh, penalty decision? Though? Well, there was that one as well. I think, um, that's, I think that's a penalty. You can't it just... is a penalty, but I, I wonder whether referees need to show a little bit more consistency in that approach. It's, it, yeah, it, I mean, that was basically what Shawcross said, but yeah. that doesn't mean he hadn't committed a foul. No, I, don't, I agree, I agree, yeah. I think that's... It's, it's like if you... Uh, um, not that I have, of course, but if you ever get pulled over for speeding, you think, well, hang on a minute, three people went past who were going over the limit. Yeah, but you still were going over the limit <laughs> yeah, and you've yeah. been done, you know. Yeah. And it's, it is one of those things as Luke Come says. Come on, everyone, they can't arrest us. Oh, they have gone. <laughs> yeah, it's when, when, when people do a pitch invasion yeah. and you see like a steward grabbing one bloke and there's like yeah. thousands pouring yeah. past. Yeah. What you're doing is you take the chances, don't you? Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> it is a little bit frustrating if you get pulled up for that because the referees seem to not pick and choose, but... They aren't consistent, as Luke said. But some pundits will say, oh, if you give a penalty for that, you'll give 10 a game. Yeah, you will, for one game. And yeah, then people, exactly. and then yeah, people yeah, will yeah, stop yeah, doing yeah. it. It won't happen <laughs> anymore. It's, if you're basically bear-hugging someone so mm. they can't move, mm. um, that's impeding the play, isn't yeah. it? Completely agree. How is there any confusion Well, in the it? 70s or the, even the 80s, oh, well, you'd give everybody a yellow card for a tackle from behind. Yeah, well... But now look where we are. Yeah. <laughs> the referee did say to Shawcross beforehand, though, I've got my eye on you, don't do that. He did actually <laughs> did pull him, he? <laughs> he pulled him to one side before the corner was taken and said, don't do it, because yeah. Bonnie was complaining. Yeah. And he just did it. Did Shawcross say, take my chances? Yeah, I'll do what I want. <laughs> You're not the boss of me. You'll <laughs> never see me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, but a good win for Stoke, though. A good win mm. for Stoke. Um, Arsenal, dear, oh dear. They rescued a point at home to Hull. Mm. It's funny, isn't it, Jim? I, I, was, I was up there. No. Well, I don't mean funny as in ha-ha. Before you get no, angry, I agree with him. Before you, before you get angry, Jim, uh, I may as well get the plug in nice and early. Absolute Radio do have uh, coverage of Arsenal versus Sunderland this weekend. Oh, so I think Thank you'll you. be fine, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. I think you're going to be all right. You've got at least a point <laughs> on that one. Mm. Um, yeah, I did, I, mate and I were talking through the fixtures. Who, who have Arsenal got? And I went, oh, they'll probably labour to a win against Hull at home. Mm. That was my natural response, and I meant it. And they didn't even manage no, that. No, that's the Armay goal, though. 
Oh. Come on. That's <laughs> such a foul. A foul in the dink. Yeah. He had two hands on him as well, didn't he? It was, that was really frustrating, but still, there was plenty of time to turn the game around after that and not concede another ridiculous goal. Mm. But, I mean, we are so lucky that Alexis Sanchez has started mm. so well because he's he's the only... He's changing everything. He set up Danny Welbeck's goal as well late yeah. on, so he, he's making such a positive difference. And obviously, the, part of the problem is we've got Hector Bellerin starting at right-back and Nacho Monreal playing at centre-back. He himself has said that that position feels weird to him. <laughs> so obviously that just says, why don't you target me in your training sessions? <laughs> yeah. and like, but why have we started a season with six defenders? It's crazy. I mean, this was always going to be a problem sooner or later. And sadly, it's been sooner. Absolutely. And it will keep being a problem once Absolutely. we sort it out in January. Y- you are right. Um, and, and yeah, y- you are very much right, Jim. Um, going into that game, I mean, Arsenal are clearly better than Hull. They're at home. Jelovic got injured in the warm-up, who's a big part of the Hull attack. Yeah. Uh, Given had to come off, didn't he? Um, or the... He was injured in the warm-up. He was... Harper, you mean? No, oh, sorry, Harper. Harper, yeah, yeah. Same yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, the keeper had to come off. Uh... Mark Crossley went in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, and, uh, and so they had their disruptions. And also, was it Diarmi and um, Hernandez, the two goal scorers, weren't they on international duty? Yeah, I think so. And so they'd been all around the world and, and then come back and, and, and gone straight into a game of football pretty much. So... You know, Hull had their grievances, problems, problems yeah, going in, and yet they've come away thinking, oh, we could have won that well, did game, Harper go we? off injured during the game? Yeah. Yeah. I think okay. so. Just okay. before half time, I think. Yeah, he, he, uh, to be fair, something. he was quite busy um, before he did go off. Yeah. yeah. Well, but he earned his money. He made a lot of chances. <laughs> yeah. But um, <laughs> the, I think part of the problem is this defensive frailty has crept back into the side massively, so we're dropping points all over the place. And that affects the, the forward line as well, because you, there's that sense of panic, knowing that at any time there could just be some horrendous, like, cock up yeah. that means we conceded a stupid <laughs> goal yeah. and I mean that, that's, that's got to affect the, the confidence of the team but surely a, a lot of people fancied Arsenal for third place and a I, lot of I people still will but... struggle this season more than we have in a long time yeah. I really do think that it's a strange one but Hull are having a great time aren't they yeah. when Bruce took them up the other, uh, the other year they were one of the teams where everyone thought they're going to struggle they're yeah. really going to struggle, and in, you know who are your three to go down? And the vast majority of people had Hull in there. I like, had a I like, lot of investment, though, haven't they? I like the team that Bruce, I like well. the team that Bruce so, is building there. Yeah, I think he's doing. A, I think he's, he has done a great job. And There's and no think, two ways about. And that. I think Wenger should be applauded for the just the dogged commitment to just not strengthening areas of the team that everyone knows they need to strengthen. <laughs> not only is he not doing that, he's just destroying other parts of the team, which yeah. makes it look worse. <laughs> it's crazy. He's accentuating. Yeah. So when, yeah, yeah. when Bruce's uh, when when Bruce's spies give him the uh, the Arsenal dossier, um, uh, this, this is last year's. Yeah, it's still the same. This dress is way just... too small. I'll get my boobs done. I think. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Did you see him on the tube? Did you see that photo of uh, Steve Bruce on the tube? He... Are you sure it wasn't just an old lady? No, it, okay, the, right. <laughs> no, it was Bruce. And he's he was, going to Big Sam's birthday party. He's going to Big Sam's birthday party. In my mind, when I saw that, ties on heads. You know those eighties high school films when the man. Arranges for the girl to come to the house, and it's and he, he said it's a party, but it turned out just to be like a candlelit dinner between the two of them. Yeah, and he I reckon that's what happened. Lovely. Big <laughs> Sam sets a massive party. Come down. Steve Bruce turns out. What, what's everyone else getting here? Sit down. Sit like, down. I've got like, a keg of stout. I'm lighting a candle. <laughs> oh, for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just them to going down on a bore. Goodness me. <laughs> oh dear. Well done, Hull. They're unlucky though not to win. There we are. Um, Newcastle. 
A clean sheet and three points. Goodness yeah. me. What an upset. Silly season. And a, um, flap, and a flappy scoreboard. Flappy scoreboard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Can't do anything right. You've got uh, to have your slice of Newcastle hilarity somehow, yeah, haven't yeah. you? Yeah. The new screen was captured by uh, by Ian McIntosh on, on Vine, wasn't it? Uh, flapping yeah. around in the wind. I, I, I to be fair, it wasn't even that windy, apparently. <laughs> I saw a few was people. Was it a load of fans just blowing it? <laughs> I saw a few people suggesting that on our Facebook page, suggesting that they'd done that on purpose to get yet more TV coverage of Sports Direct. Do you reckon? Because the camera shots all had Sports Direct coming massive. No, yeah, just put it out there. Just, just I put mean, it out they've there. got you know. I mean, the, the television looks. It's a in a weird part of the ground. Yeah. Bearing in mind, not everyone can see it. Yeah, yeah. And it actually excludes three quarters of the ground that can't see it. It's really strange. Hmm. It's not the worst decision they've ever made. No, no. The, the, the pails are being new. But it's just annoying that, like, Pardew gets another bloody get out of jail card with oh, Gavi Orbitan, for fuck's sake. Even if they'd lost 8 0, it wouldn't have mattered. It's, still it's, be more, there. it's more amusing that, like, Lee Clark's just been fired by Birmingham, so all, like, the North yeah. press are going, oh, Lee Clark's. B- being like poorly treated by Birmingham, no, he fucking hasn't. Like, yeah. Oh, did you see the passion when he ran towards his own fans last season? No, yeah, because he was only just got out of being relegated, <laughs> yeah, and his win yeah. percentage is like twenty eight percent. When they showed that on Sky Sports News, they showed they had an interview with Barry Fry, who managed Birmingham in like two thousand and three. Yeah, cheers, Barry. Yeah, Sticking they're, the boot they're, in. they're still paying off all the players. To be fair, <laughs> yeah, they're still right, paying the yeah. wages. Lee Clark <laughs> for Newcastle then. I'd, I'd take I'd take anything, I'd, but it's, it's annoying that these characters. It's, that's what it's come it's, to. It's I like, love it. but it's like the, the, for a club that's got this sort of, it's sort of famous bloody uh, messiah complex. Pardew's got these little messi- messiahs. Like it, one week it'll be Cissé, another week it'll be Sami Amiovi, and this week is that Gabby like, Obertan. Yeah, and he just gets out, he just gets out of it. Every but they're the players again. that play in his team, though, aren't yeah. they? Yeah, I know, but it's just a little. Yeah, but it, they're, they're not like apart from Cissé, who's probably is Al Rooney fit striker. Sorry, can I just stop you there? You're basically having a go at the manager for getting performances out of players in. Yeah, I am because it's taken Gabby Otan two seasons to get there. Oh, and Pardew's finally done it. Terrible. He should be accredited. And the yeah. way he plays and the way he played Cissé up top by himself oh. last season, he just had a terrible time. Oh, yeah, and those little players to score goals, pathetic. Put your him. shirt back on and hate, calm down. I hate him so much. <laughs> <laughs> Wish that telly had fallen on his head. Gabriel Obertan, um, <laughs> great, re- great goal scorer in return. I mean, he's been in the Premier League for five years now. Two goals. <laughs> two goals. Before. I reckon I could score more than that in five years <laughs> it was a good finish though well he yeah. scored a couple of good de- decent goals mainly in um, pre-season no, he scored a couple of goals <laughs> pre-season and <laughs> in cups <laughs> but, uh, don't talk about pre-season. light bulb in a shirt <laughs> isn't he Gavin yes. that's what he looks like he is mm. he is um, uh, and to finish off our Premier League roundup, Manchester City 4 Spurs 1 penalties galore yeah <laughs> <laughs> How many penalties were there? I think it was there four? three. Two Agu- Aguero took four. three, didn't he? In my head, there's about six. I think there's four. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, Aguero did take three. Yeah, yeah. I could've, thought it was the most. He got a, a penalty hat trick. That doesn't happen very often, does no. it? No. Well, Gerard had the chance, didn't he? Against United last mm. season and missed one. But um, I thought it was the most ever. Lolled but then apparently there was also four in a game between Derby and someone in 2000. Apparently, was there? Yeah. I, I don't know about you guys, but I didn't remember. Was that, that. when Derby racked up 11 points? <laughs> it might have been. For yeah. Their Premier League. <laughs> might have been. They probably gave away all four. Yeah. Um, if, yeah. you give, if you give, if you that, give that decision, you're going to be given four penalties of uh, match, <laughs> and are. he did. Yeah, that's yeah. what the referee said to the other referee. Like, yeah, what's your point? What's your point? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it, was, it was a shame that Fazio was sent off because it was quite a good game up until then. I enjoyed it from yeah. start to finish. So did I. Yeah, I thought it was fantastic. Okay, <laughs> it's a brilliant game. Aguero, I said it before. I'll say it again. There is not a player in world football. Mm who's better at Aguero at sorting his feet out quickly. Mm. I mean, he is up there. In terms of his feet yep. and how quickly he He's can move. Messy, isn't yeah, he? he is. Yeah. He, he genuinely is. Fred yeah. scored more goals than him at the World Cup. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> yeah, but those are just the facts. <laughs> <laughs> and you can prove anything with facts, yeah. as, a, as a wise man once said. Uh, Aguero's now uh, Man City's record Premier League score, I believe, 61 goals. Yeah. yeah. 
He's, I mean, he's unplayable. But, yeah, and he's overtaken Carlos Tevez, which shows you the difference in the, in the, mm. you know, the, the history of the club and stuff. Yeah. He's got nine goals in six games against Tottenham now. He just fills his loves boots it. every time. He <laughs> loves it. It's become, a it's become a psychological with him like it was with Torres against United for that yeah, yeah. brief period of time. If, if they hadn't lost by you know four four goals, I guess it's kind of I, th- I thought um, Loris was really really good. Yeah, I thought he was it was excellent. Yeah. but he just you know he, what can you do? What but, can you do? When he's in that sort of form, he he really is up there with the best in the world, isn't it? If he could stay consistently fit, I think he'd be um, considered that like Who, way more often. No, sorry, I mean Aguero. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Guerra is he's absolutely fantastic. I mean, his his movement, his pace, his little ball like strength as well. He's a sort of player you'd look at him and you'd think. Is he going to be that strong because he's so small? But I reckon and his core strength is huge. Well, though, yeah, he's just huge. He's so difficult to play against. Spurs would be a lot. Uh, uh, the thing that's confusing for Spurs at the back is they've had to play Fazio in there with um, Cabal. Okay, the Cabal's. Um, I think Cabal was captain against uh, against City. You want to be relying on Vertonghen to play in that game, mm. but it looks to me that he either can't get a performance out of Vertonghen, he can't get him motivated, or he's not fit. Yeah. And the Vertonghen started off the season by saying he's not going to sign a new contract, mm. which isn't obviously ideal. So Vertonghen appears to, be, I mean, presuming he is fit, it looks to me that Pochettino, Pochettino can't rely on Vertonghen in the, in the biggest games he needs him in, yeah. which is ridiculous. Do you, do you think that Pardew could get a performance out of Vertonghen? I think he probably would. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he'd be one of those little messiahs, wouldn't he? <laughs> Coming along messiah. playing well. Might take him two years, but he'd get there. I'll tell you what, a, a fit. A, tongue, a fit and motivated Vertonghen offers you. Yeah. He offers you a lot of strength, a lot of quality at the back. He can contribute with free kicks. Yeah. He, he gets goals every so mm-hmm. often. He's a really big player on his day and he clearly doesn't want to be there anymore, mm. which is a big blow for Spurs. But I, if I was Pochettino, I'd be saying to him, look, you want to move, you want to move, fine, but let's get yourself in the shot window then. Put yeah. some performances in for us because we need you. Absolutely. But Manchester City, march on. In the Championship, Nottingham Forest lost. Out by March. <laughs> Is this the slip? Is this I'm the only going to offer two words of punditry on this entire game. <laughs> it started. <laughs> Don't be cruel. Yeah. Stop it. Russell Slade wins his first match in charge. There was a lot of winnings of first matches in charge. Neil Lennon at Bolton. Um, they beat Birmingham. That obviously saw the end of Lee, Car- Lee Clark's reign. That was a fantastic... And Steve Watson. <laughs> and Steve Watson. And Steve Watson. That, and yeah. it's... Uh, tragedy. It's, it's his former teammate, Steve. Tragedy. And Jokanovic, his Watford side won. They're top of the league with Watford. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> they're on their fourth sneaked. manager, is it? Yeah. And but it's, it's working. Just, yeah, I By think the they end need of the season, to... if they have about 20... <laughs> they need to keep it fresh. It's that factor of a new man coming in. Yeah, just, it's that bump. They're just doing... They've, they've hooked up with like a temp agency or something. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's like X Factor, a new winner every year. Uh, <laughs> it's guaranteed Chris is number one. The scariest thing for Watford fans here is the, the owner's probably thinking, well... Yeah, it's obviously working. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's endorsing my te- my uh, my approach to this, and I'm going to keep doing <laughs> it's it. A manager rotation system. We've never seen it before. Mm. In the um, trailblazers, in the uh, Bolton game, yeah. they were one nil up. Uh, obviously, they won the game one nil in the mm. end, but quite late on, they were one nil up, and the keeper was sent off, and they gave a penalty away, and the yeah. striker had to go and goal. Nice. And to make and Bolton had to shut a penalty then against the striker and goal to mm. go, to put to put them two in them up. Yeah. Put it over the bar. Oh my incredible! Goodness. You're just, taking a penalty against yeah. someone who isn't even a keeper. Just get it on get target. It on target. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Like even if you put it like halfway between the keeper and the post, you got a chance. Make, yeah. Make <laughs> sure you hit the target. Yeah. Hard and low. That's what you got to do. Neil uh, Lennon. He was sent to the stands for leaving his technical area because he was trying. That's the thing. See, I think, I think I'm right in saying 
Neil Lennon went crazy trying to get the right player to take the penalty. Mm. But this, uh, the other, I forget it was who took it, but he stepped in and wouldn't, wouldn't give it up. And Lennon was going apoplectic yeah. uh, to, to get the right player to take the penalty. He eventually got sent off. <laughs> you can <laughs> imagine Nick, what Nick friends are. Fiery, <laughs> you can imagine what happened to that man who put yeah. it over the bar. In the dressing yeah. room afterwards. Oh he just got goodness. chinned. Yeah. <laughs> he's, just, he's just a stain on the wall now. Um, there's a scene in um, I won't give away for too many people there's, there's a scene in, in Breaking Bad when a, char- when a character called Gus Fring comes in just walks in the room grabs this guy I won't say who it is doesn't say anything just slits his neck with a knife and just walks out that's what Neil Lennon's done <laughs> to, that, to that player it's a bit sinister mm. well I'm just saying don't mm. blame me Yeah, don't expect him back soon <laughs> um, uh, where else we? oh yeah Middlesbrough they're going very well under Karanka these exciting times they do love a mid-season dip though hmm uh, do do Middlesbrough? They usually go pretty well until Christmas. It's the weather. Yeah. Do you think yeah. it gets to them? Um, <laughs> do you think it's seasonal affective disorder? I'm quite hopeful. <laughs> they just can't motivate themselves. It'd be nice to see the borough do something. It'd be this great. Season. My football knowledge extends to having an inkling that I think Middlesbrough have got an amazing record against Brighton. Checked it on Soccer Base. Soccer Base was down, so I can't confirm or deny it. Right. So look it up yourself. Yeah. I'll send an email to Soccer Base, whoever owns their service, yeah. and say, what the fuck, guys? Well, I've already done that. Okay, yeah. right. I didn't get back to me. Up the borough. Somebody, I can't remember, we did a piece on um, the like old grounds that have disappeared and stuff. And oh, they, yeah, uh, on the BBC. Ayrson, yeah, did you really? Ayrson Park, somebody just put, a, where the penalty spot was, they've put a, um, like a, a bronzed football. A bronze football, not, not a bronze. Yeah, yeah, be yeah, sure. But bronze and just put it in the ground. That's terrible, because mm. you, you, kids are going to just be booting that and Absolutely. hurting their feet. I hate that. Don't like to see that in modern, the modern game. <laughs> if anything, well, it's not the modern game, Pete. That's the young trouble. players coming through, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, they're exactly. Breaking yeah. their feet when they're <laughs> really, like, really interactive. Yeah. Completely. Where's your next league? Cut them all. I know he's from Stockton. Chub. <laughs> Should we go abroad? If you want. Oh, yeah. no, wait. Can I go to Scotland Fest? Oh, go on. Can I take us to Scotland? Yeah. Uh, did you read about... Um, Hang on a minute. P- I should normally do I know, that. I know, yeah, you should be. Drive. Well, maybe you well, missed... Well, it's catching, isn't maybe it? Maybe you missed it. Hey, maybe you missed you're it. getting the disease. Oh, like someone's it. about to book a show in Northern the Border. The <laughs> Ravel Line. <laughs> well, we're not doing Northern Ireland after last week. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, we had a couple of Northern Irish chaps. I said uh, last week, didn't I, that, um, you know, I said quite flippantly, where were you, Northern Ireland? Because Scotland and Wales apparently were, were represented, but they mm. were. Bringing the home nations together. Mm. Um, Peterhead striker, Andy Rogers, did you read about this? No. Obviously. He, uh, on Twitter, um, called Dunfermline uh, footballer Josh Falkingham a cheat and labelled the people of Fife mutants. <laughs> <laughs> which is The kingdom which is, of Fife. Which is strong, I think. That is strong. Mm, your it's Twitter wild. game is strong. It's incorrect as well. <laughs> hey, Fifers. Bloody lovely. The fines, the fines in the post. Fife's a beautiful place. Mm. I like Fife. you got a friend called Slim, Slim. From, from Fife. Just got married, went to uh, Cuba and listened to just, the ramble. Has he just got just married? Got married. Congratulations Many to him. happy returns. Nice chap. There mm. we go. There we are. Um, let's go to Syria. If that's all right. All right. Um, uh, Sassuolo managed to get a point against Juventus. Very mm. strange result. Juve were on a 13-game winning streak and uh, Sassuolo had only picked up Three points uh, before this one. And they were hammered 7-0 by Inter the other week. So very, very strange indeed. And that result has let Roma move to within one point of the old lady. Which is great because after um, Juventus and Roma played and mm. Juventus won, mm. like, there were already people writing off Roma's title challenge, yeah. which is madness. The thing about Roma is they haven't, they haven't um, won many t- titles in the history, have they? No, so no. there's a little bit of a uh, monk in the back, I think. But Roma, um, Totti, did you see Totti? Uh, oh, won one fairly recently. 2000? Something like that. Yeah, yes. two thousand. The Capello, I believe. Yeah, but yeah. that's that's only their third ever, I think. No, true. But I'm just yeah. saying, it's not. It's not. Rome like is gone the capital of Italy. Yeah, I mean, you yeah. know what I mean. Yeah, 
You said I think they should be. I think everyone generally understands that they should be achieving more. Well, Edinburgh is the capital of Scotland. Yeah, what's your point? Well, I think you know. Are you unhappy with your <laughs> with your beloved Corgi boy? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> if you are, say it now. <laughs> I'm just saying sometimes that doesn't hold much weight Fair in the footballing world. I was actually going to say that Totty uh, apparently, according to many of our listeners who've got in touch, said that I didn't see this personally, but Totty is obviously an older man now. He doesn't normally. Fr- He's late play 30s. 90, he doesn't play out the 90 minutes, so he gets subbed off quite a lot. Apparently, he just refuses to take his captain's armband off. <laughs> no, generally, they take him off and give it to someone else. They yeah. come off, nope. That's to give so it. Just, just no one's captain. I don't know. The yeah, sub has to bring one, on another one. Yeah, yeah. He was brilliant, though, Totty. He set up the first goal that, with a raking pass after some nice work, um, which uh, Lyich, I think it was, scored. And then, and then Totty had a penalty. And I love the way Totty takes penalties. Because you, you might remember the dinker he scored in, I think, the, the European Championship uh, semi-final yeah. against the Dutch in the penalty shootout. But, but often he just thumps them. And it's, it's a case of it's either going high and wide or it's going in. And with his oh, yeah. accuracy, it's going in. Oh yeah! yeah. And I, I, also, when, when I also like the fact that when Totti strikes a ball, because I've seen him do it, he still does it quite gracefully. Yeah, he's got yeah. a lot of grace and class about his, no, uh, his it's, action. It's incredible that we still have him. Yeah. playing football is it, it's it's a, a privilege. Didn't he sign like a ten-year contract when he was like thirty-five? Yeah, and, they were, and, they were, and the people were saying, "Well, what's going to happen when he's too old to play?" Ah, oh, I just give him a director. Too job. old to play? Yeah, <laughs> it's not happening. <laughs> um, Destro scored a lovely header in that game. Uh, in that game, yeah. And sorry, I'm getting my words confused. He did score a lovely header. Uh, it was in that game, and uh, he's scoring some good goals. I'm mean, enjoying him so far. Uh, Milan, uh, they won three-one Honda with a brace. There was a proper own goal in that game. I've seen it. It was delightful. Oh. Check that one out, ladies and gentlemen. It's up. Maybe not quite as good as Virginie, but it, it would challenge it. In, we could actually do circles. a top three own goals because we've got Kolka, we've got Dunn, we've got yeah. Virginie, yeah. we've got um, who is it? I'm not a... sure they're okay. Verona defender, but yeah, yeah, that was up there. It was cl- no pressure, just a simple clearance, spooned yeah. right off his shin and into the corner. Have you ever scored? Yeah. I've scored a few own goals. Don't worry about it. It's happened. It yeah, happens, I've, never, I've never got one. Never mm. got one. Um, Inter Napoli, all four goals in the last eleven minutes. Mm. That was a lot of that as well. It was generally. a lot of that. Didn't Callahan score a lovely one? He did. Mm. It was a beauty. Mm. That ball straight over and then side foot volley into the corner. I tell you, you scored a beauty this weekend. Go on. Uh, Wesley Snyder. Again, well, I, well, really we're late. coming to that. Oh, we're okay. coming to that. Okay. Easy. Sorry. Um, uh, <laughs> Just yeah. so excited, man. Bananas uh, equalised. And it's summer sort of celebration. Yeah. That was delightful. A lot of delightful things happening in yeah. Europe. See that on young the lad in uh, India died doing a somersault this week. Wow! This weekend, he, uh, he, did, I he landed, on his head, landed on his head and uh, broke his spine. Oh, that's wow! Horrible. horrible. Did that actually happen? Yeah, it was, it was wow. in the, the third tier of Indian football because oh. obviously they've, they've got a new um, new Premier League, League yeah. effectively. Yeah. There's some there's some funny. Like, I think um, Peter Reid's managing Monty. David James is a player manager yeah. as well. Freddie Lindbergh's over there. Robert Perez has come out yeah. of retirement to play. That of thing. course, Peter Reid is managing. But he already was. I think they're out three. Four matches in, and I think um, one of the um, players—they've had their first Indian scorer of a goal because everyone else has been like a, right. a, a kind of foreign guys. Mm. But uh, you know, it's, it's positive. They're doing—I think it's only like seven weeks long. The, the, the league. It's like the cricket. It's quite interesting. Yeah, yeah. And, it, and they're all owned by massive like Bollywood stars. It's really interesting. Wow. And I think I sent you guys an email about this one guy who owns Northeast. Yes, Northeast United, I think they're called. Yeah, and they're obviously my team. Yeah, <laughs> in, <laughs> in the new Indian Premier League, and uh, he—he's he, been in like lots of films with like slightly dirty names like Jism <laughs> oh yeah you did you sent us uh, some of Jism those. and Pop and yeah. there was two yeah. films that this guy was that's in. how you got into the Indian Premier League isn't it? <laughs> yeah. I was very much work Brackford from a film I, called Jism I was typing Jism and Pop into I want the trade description <laughs> act on this film yeah. <laughs> do, you know there's a, do you know there's a toy in, J- in Japan where you put it on your d- desktop and it's linked to your computer and every time you type in something dirty into Google uh, the baby just blinks 
Slowly. Ooh, it, just, it just sits and watches you. The baby just goes, Japanese. What are you doing? Mm, very awful. Awesome. What are you doing? Oh, dear, oh, dear. Uh, League 1. Um, <clears throat> uh, I haven't done that in a while. Cavani Can we do that booked. again? Yeah. League <clears throat> There you go. I never, I never cared for it. No? <laughs> <laughs> On your own. Um, Cavani was booked for doing a gun shooting celebration. Yeah, I st- even having seen this, I don't really understand it. Mm. Well, Pat was allowed to do like a bow and arrow. Who else has bows and that bows and arrows? Robbie Keane did. Robbie it Keane. Sort of yeah, they're, all, they're all mind bow and arrows, Robbie... mate, so anyone can have one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Robbie Hood. Robbie, uh, Hood. Robbie Hood. It was on last. Play night. for Nottingham Forest. Hey, <laughs> lovely. Um... <laughs> was it lovely though? Was yeah. it? I don't know. I had a big falling out with the sheriff. <laughs> <laughs> there is a team called SC Sheriff. Yeah. Yeah, where are they from? They're playing the Europa League a lot. Janazai, Di Maria, Van Persie. That's your forward line for Manchester United tonight. We've got the computer, the, we've got the telly on in the studio. We've got the technology. We've got to the bring technology. You that. <laughs> that, that's, that's, uh, you know, that's the team to play West Brom. If they can't score a goal against West Brom, I'll be very surprised. No one's very surprised. No, We've finished Premier League chat, though. No, yes. I'm bringing it back. And this hasn't happened yet. Um, <laughs> yeah, Cavani, he booked for doing a gun shooting celebration, then queried the ref, uh, saying, sorry, what was that for? And then the ref sent him off and gave him another bookable for uh, for a descent. And he was just like, what, what is going is on? Yeah. What I bet, is happening? I bet he was gutted he was all out of bullets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Great goal from Maxwell in that game. Yeah. Let, let the highlight of fr- French football this weekend. We all know what it was. Just say it. <laughs> Marseille with their eighth straight win. Uh, Beals's men. They're seven points clear of PSG. Beals was in his tracksuit again, sitting on the drinks box. Yeah. But someone put a coffee on the drinks box. Beals didn't see it. Went to sit down and, and did a lovely sort of startle. Get straight back up and look around. Who the bloody hell put that there? And then booted <laughs> that. Yeah, and he kicked the coffee. It was one of the coaches. If you look at the yeah. beforehand, you see him. Just I don't know why he did it. Well, they know he sits there. There is literally not a worse place in the universe yeah. that he could have put the coffee. <laughs> it's got it that. Look on the Ramble website because that is very, very funny. Was, was he not giving him a coffee t- for him to drink? Yeah, but he just put it on the, on his chair. It's odd. <laughs> um, someone sent me... Uh, the reason I haven't really... I mean, I'm going to work now, so it's not really irrelevant. Do it, bro, but, do it. Someone sent me a picture of Bielsa in his full Marseille kit yeah. in a McDonald's. <laughs> but, the, but the picture is so grainy, I'm not sure if it's him or not. Yeah, but right, it's okay. a tracksuit, though. It, yes, he's wearing a tracksuit. Yeah, yeah. No one else would wear that, surely. <laughs> yeah, maybe <laughs> not. It's a fair point, but it's difficult to tell. Yeah. And I'll tell you what the thing I need to be able to identify him is, is his old glasses on the string. Yeah. He's not wearing those anymore, so Imagine, it's difficult. Uh, <laughs> was he sitting on coffees? <laughs> no, he wasn't. Yeah. A, a, a he was sitting on the bin with the um, where you put the... That's all right, I brought my own chair. Before we uh, go to Turkey, in, in League 2... Um, uh, Le Havre are close to acquiring the services of troubled Brazilian forward Adriano. Remember mm. him? Yeah. The Emperor. Yeah. Of course How you remember him. We often now. talk about Must him. Must be really knocking on. 32, 33? Really? He's yeah. not that old. Blimey. Which is a great shame, of course, because he, again, talk about talented players who who um, were, were troubled off the field. Well, I'm poor, but fortunately, his problems are sort of well Well, yes, he's, he, that, was, that was very, very bad. He's still indeed. not in great nick, though, like <laughs> physically. Oh, but, uh, who is Pete? Hey? Cool I'm looking, I mean, I'm looking around this room here. Good point. Who is? We don't have that three gym sessions a week contract, do we? No. <laughs> That's uh, Lord Ramble's trying to bring in. Um, <laughs> according to the club's president, Adriano is seeking to launch himself again. He is free and La Havre will give him some visibility in Europe. He's basically said, yeah, well, he can use us as a shop window. Disrespectful mm. to La, to La yeah, Havre, isn't yeah. it? I know. I'd be more worried about his visibility from space, quite frankly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. Disappointing. Let's go Shut to, up. Let's go to Turkey. <laughs> 
Just before the big one between Galatasaray and Fenerbahce, the Galatasaray fans gave a tribute to Graeme Souness and his flag planting antics from 18 I years ago. I saw this. Ago. It's a really good crowd display. It's incredible. Yes. How, have they do- how have they done that, though? Really and how are they allowed to bring that stuff work. into the actual stadium? <laughs> No, because the thing is, when you have displays like that, so you see Dortmund do it, they've done it at Wembley when I've been there, mm. the club themselves provide the colour pieces of card for you to hold up from your seat. Is that that? Yeah. No, but is it that though? I just thought it was like a big kind of weird kind of mosaic, not mosaic, but like, it yeah, looks like I it's, in, I it, it's, it's not cards. It's, I want it's, to believe the, the club pitch, endorsed it's it. It's full <laughs> bits of pitch was cards but the actual main bit of it as you say the bit depicting I think, yeah, was it, all one it, thing, it, it sits up like a sail it's like a big sail I don't know where they got the big stick from because that would have been solid part of it yeah it's it's just strange. It was it's just enjoy it. Yeah. People, people, if you go back and watch that Sooners clip, yeah. he takes a long time to get that on the ground. That is the yeah. it, if he couldn't have done that, he's probably that shaking. That's why. That is, <laughs> that is a declaration of war. That is. <laughs> he's also got a uh, brilliant pair of trainers on. Yeah, yeah. A pair of really nineties trainers. On. <laughs> oh man! But um, as uh, as you said earlier, Luke Wesley Snyder to score two absolute beauties in that game to win it two one for Galatasaray. Again, worth checking out. The great one of them he scored from miles out, top corner. The backlift was just non-existent. Mm. <laughs> Smashed then he it. repeated it like moments later, <laughs> and then Fenerbahce scored like all all in the ninetieth minute, I think. Was wow. that right? Yeah. Blimey. This show should be called The Late Late Show. That's <laughs> <all possible. laughs> right, uh, now it's time for Pete's Mystery Voice Game. It is uh, indeed time for Pete's Mystery Voice Game. Last week I chucked a mystery voice at you, and then you guys had to guess what it was. And... Uh, couple of you did oh did they it's quite good uh it was quite it, i thought it was quite difficult and um i think it it, it proved that uh, that is exactly the case um stop watching the telly neil lens on the telly looks like he's been crying <laughs> i thought he was looking at us <laughs> <laughs> um so uh, this was the uh, mystery voice the toneurstelling was for my best um, best moeilijk to bevatten alleen ik was wel op een punt dat ik na 17 jaar voetbal wel voelde Ed Carver, no, it was not Brian Penis. Uh, <laughs> ben Stevenson, Mario Melchiot, it was not. We get a uh, Brian Penis entry every week. That's yeah, pretty much. Uh, Kai Brockley, uh, it wasn't Edgar Davids or Clarence Seedorf. A lot of people going for that. Um, Sean Thomas, few people going for Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank. Richard Wilson went for that as well. Uh, somebody said Peter Beasley, Robert Dunn, get out. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly Dutch. Um, and, uh, yeah, uh, the people who got it right was Roll Thews, uh, Patrick Finch, Rick Linderman, Carrie Duffy, Tom McGee and Adam Murphy. Um, Rick Linderman says, uh, Dear Ramblers, the voice of the episode memory form is Reggie Blinker. Yay! Which, strangely, even though being a Surinamese winger, Mm. sounds like a scary Dutch kid's clown bassy. I'm not really sure what that means. But thank you for getting involved, (laughs) uh, Rick. Uh, A lot of um, people that got involved uh, are actually Dutch, so it's a little bit easier. uh, But nice to hear from you. I I just don't know how you would would ever be able to get that right. It's such a hard (laughs) Well, especially like Dutch Surinamese. It's kind of like, I don't really know what that accent is, really. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there you go. So, What's this? What we got this week? So well done, the Dutch. Um, it's this. I'm 47 years old. I've been an active player and played in Helsingborg, in Göteborg. So now you know. It's a toughie. Let's have it again. I'm 47 years old. I've been an active player and played in Helsingborg, in Göteborg. If you know what that is, voice at thefootballramble.com and write your, uh, write your names in, or write the um, name of the player you think it is no, put, in the subject line. Put in the subject line, this has tested me. 
and then put the name don't do, in the, and don't do that no, don't it, do it, it one will go, it will go into the spam filter and we won't get it out well one it's funnier and two it makes it harder for Pete spam yeah. filter it's a win win spam filter uh, just a little email here from uh, Joshua Verdiger he said in South Korea there is a team called Korean Police FC Okay. They're actually called Ansan Police FC, Joshua, but thank you for turning my attention to them. They're known as uh, in South Korea as Police FC, but we do have a Metropolitan Police FC in this country who play in the Ishmanian League, which is the seventh tier of English football. I used to play with a couple of guys who played on uh, that particular ty- a team. They were very, very They're good. They're a good team, aren't they, Very good standards. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Seventh tier, not too shabby. No. Team. Not too shabby. Uh, let's have some highlights of the week with Luke Moore. Hi, guys. Hi Luke. Hi, Luke. Just over here. Hello. Um, yeah, highlights of the week. Same old drill every time, you know. We all like it. We all love it. Yeah. We all enjoy it. We all endure it. Football and chat. <laughs> <Everyone loved it>. Yeah. <laughs> um, we got to mention this. I purposely didn't mention this in the main body of the show because I wanted Mark Withermouth, which is a good name Brilliant. for a Twitter wow. name. I'm already your fan. So, yes. um, my heart of the week is Sunderland getting spelt out on the video printer for conceding eight. Brackets eight. Yeah. <laughs> Lovely yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, Always nice. Jordan Wilson says, decided to go for a shower after 85 minutes of QPR Liverpool. Oh. But then I was too lazy to get up off the couch. Apathy oh. saves the day again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well done. Um, Leo Wakeman, I spent over an hour with my brother speculating on the size of Fat Sam's 60th birthday cake. In almost all the scenarios involved gravy icing. Oh. Oh. Alex yeah. Jennings says, Harry Redknapp criticising Adam Tarat for lack of work this season when Les Ferdinand, Glenn Hoddle, Joe <laughs> Jordan and Kevin Bond are all employed by him and he started actually taking phone calls during matches. Yeah. <laughs> you know They're not even playing a back three anymore, but Hoddle's still there. Yeah, he's, got his, yeah. he's got his Aki on. Well, us. hang on, I might want to use it. I might want to use it again, so we better keep him on. Yeah. Um, Jamie Kennedy, after coming off the pitch after a 7-0 defeat for my local team, Whitney Royals, I then went back to the pub to see the latest scores come in and my my team, Sunderland, (laughs) being 8-0 down. Fuck my life. Things could only get better, so I went and bought myself a pound scratch card, ended up winning two quid. Oy. Hashtag beating the system. What I like about that is that would, would the, so the Sunderland match would have ended and uh, Newcastle would still have 45 minutes of football. Play, yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. Incredible. Um, I'll finish off with a big shop tip, as oh, yes, I okay. always yep. do. Alan Pleaden. This is actually a very good one. Alan Pleaden, do your big shop where you only buy cheap own brand products. Work out which ones are decent enough to permanently replace the expensive brands, then save yourself the money on the next shop. That's a good bit of advice there. That's just too organised. It's a short-term hit for a long time. I sat on my couch and ate crab sticks all night. That was my tea. Crab-flavoured sticks. (laughs) Crab-flavoured sticks. That is good advice, but never, ever compromise on tuna. Fair Never. enough. No, Seriously. Pete, don't laugh. Mark has well, done, done, well, done the well, search. Well, all I'm saying is, well, uh, all right, you've got don't more. Laugh. The cheaper tuna probably involved a couple of fair few dolphins getting caught in the neck, maybe. I don't dolphins know. Dolphins are idiots, mate. Yeah. Dolphins are <laughs> horrible. Right. Well, we, well, we can eat dolphin then. Always go, is it John West? I think what Alan Pleaden has realised. and Other and tunas and are available, but and, they're not worth it. And there's thus communicated to us is you, <laughs> when it comes to a big shop, you get out what you put in. Yeah. You want to put the effort in. Yeah. You want to do that, you'll get the results. Uh, <laughs> you'll see the results in the cupboards. Pete, you live in Soho. You probably go to those little local shops for your shopping. You don't go to a big shop. That's yeah. in fancy old central London. I can't even find bloody um, red milk in the uh, in the off license next to You mean milk. blood? Yeah. One and nine. <laughs> Though I do have a cardboard cut of Ron Jeremy over the street from me. So, no, I, no, I, so I open my window and I see Ron Jeremy every yeah. morning. 
It's rather illuminating. My goodness. What about, uh, do we have any forum posts? Oh, yes, we do. And um, if you want to involve yourself in the forum, it's the footballramble.com forward slash forum. I put this question to the, to the forum users as well, saying, what's your highlight of the week? And I have actually got a few here. Let me have a look. Evero Central says, Neil Warnock has, wear, has worn the same white T-shirt yeah. every day since he was appointed Palace boss. I think that's actually true. It's a polo shirt, isn't mm-hmm. it? He must just <laughs> have a wardrobe full of the same thing. He dresses like he's um, like managing a team in like World Cup 94 or something. So yeah. yeah, a little bit. It's really weird. Um, the Carragher Aimless Hoof says, uh, Redknapp's post-match press conference wrote, look, look, for a while his face might physically turn into a clenched fist, <laughs> a la Lee Bowyer. Yes. Um, what have we got here? <laughs> Hank Scorpio has been watching York City. He says, a York City player attempted to put a first-time crossing from a short corner, missed the ball, stacked it massively, and the opponents almost scored on the resulting counter-attack. <laughs> that would have been brilliant That's if that had actually happened. That would have been so good. Um, and I'll finish off with this one from DMD. He says, I didn't watch a minute of football this weekend, but I did partake in a bouncy castle Royal Rumble. Better. Yeah. I'm 30. <laughs> I'm not 30 except no other substitute yeah. there we are um, uh, that's it isn't it uh, ladies yeah. and gentlemen thanks for listening mm. um, it's been bloody lovely haven't you um, uh, do email us show at thefootballramble.com the twitter is at footballramble and the website where a lot of these wonderful things we're talking about is thefootballramble.com yeah we've had a lot of people asking if we're going to do Lamble live shows out- Lamble Lamble Lamble, <laughs> Lamble live shows outside of London I'm not going to joke. the question is yes we the answer is yes we are we're planning it just keep watching the approved channels to keep watching the skies yeah. yeah and we do mean approved channels yeah <laughs> Uh, Pete, absolute radio. Uh, well, I, I already did that bad, a little bit it? earlier on. Do it again. So it's, uh, it's Arsenal versus Hull. Another it's Arsenal versus Sunderland, mate. Sorry, Arsenal versus oh, Sunderland. Oh, nonchalant. Arsenal... Sorry, Arsenal mm. versus Hull was last week's. Yeah. And they got a 2-2 thriller. <laughs> yeah. Mm. There we go. Say goodbye, goodbye Jim. Goodbye, Jim. Damn it all. Say goodbye, Luke. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Pete. Laters. Learn from that, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it. No, it's like red milk. No, red milk. And then you go back to green milk and it's too it's too fatty. You're like, bleh, bleh. So what's the health benefit of red milk? It's less, like less fat. fatty, isn't it? Yeah. It's, yeah. Lo- it's loads less fat. It's like 0.1%, whereas um, green milk has like 2% or something. Yeah. I mean, I do you'd put more red milk than I would green milk in, but what are you going to do? Eh? What are you going to do? What? Um, how much is blue milk? Like 5% or something? <laughs> Fuck it. I still even do blue milk. Yeah. Wow. It's, 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 like, it's something crazy, like 20% or something. It's just, it's, oh, it's, it's really unspeakable. Bastard. Wow. Uh, someone, which company is it that mixed it right up with purple cap milk? You get you get one percent. What's purple cap? Do one percent, which is orange cap. Oh, orange cap. But there is a What's purple, purple one. milk. I don't know. I can't. Hmm. Just can't figure it out, Pete. And I, I like, never read instructions. I like the. I like the. Um, oh, is it Cravendale that stays fresh for ages? What long life? Yeah, I mean, I don't know why. They, no, no, it's not long life. It's oh. not long life as in it tastes like crap. It tastes like milk. It's milk, right, but okay. it's it's just um, I don't know what they do, but it, it stays um, fresh for a long time. Okay, long life is uh, for a single man. It's a real lifesaver. <laughs> uh, I can vouch. Um, I'll put this at the end. Long life, you know, <laughs> long, 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 long life milk is the taste of camping. <laughs> end. It is, isn't it? 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.